Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but bring him out. Make sure that all of the volumes are, are equal. Yep. So when I the, when I listen to it in my car, because I listen to Apple Podcasts, and I like to listen to our show, drives my daughter's nuts. She <laughs> thinks I'm an egomaniac. Why are you listening to yourself? Well, what's inter- what's interesting? If it's a really good podcast, like Sean Rocket. Oh yeah. So I want to take I, away. I wanted to listen to it again because I, when I'm in the podcast, sometimes I don't really connect with yeah. what the content is. Oh, Bruce Wayne, dude, you're you're the bomb. Thank you, Bruce. You're like fan number one. <laughs> Love it. And and but make sure the volumes are equal because like my volume was a little loud okay. versus say yours and Sean's. And I, I do talk close to the mic, probably. Too. I try to turn Sean's up a little bit. And I think yeah. that's a, one, one of the things that's, I think, maybe difficult from having people on is depending on what mic that they're on, what, how the sound well, comes that's through. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. That's one thing that's going to annoy me when, so we got Tim Dimmel coming on from CrossFit. Oh, his, his audio sucks. Yeah. And I, I, I was going to send him a mic. I was going to say this. Maybe that's a good idea. Let's, let's all the shit talking we want to do about Tim, let's before do it right now on. before he gets on. Because you know he's not listening. No, he's coaching <laughs> class right now. He's actually working as an affiliate owner. <laughs> We're screwing around with the podcast. We, we already had our. I already coached opening this morning. So oh, that's right. I, I've got it. I've got it out of my yeah. Belt, Jamie Lee. Case. Jamie Lee coached this morning, so he's he's allowed the fog factor where you get <laughs> your brain gets a little foggy because you get up at three thirty to come in here and coach early in the morning. It is an actual fact. It, that is a fact. I'm, it ruins it. it uh, and for anybody that does early morning classes. Um, there's people that get up when I, when I got up and when I was in the markets working in the investment markets, I would get up regularly at four in the morning and it was a routine, but I would go to bed early. And, mm-hmm. and once you get in routine, your body gets used to it and it's okay. It's probably not healthy because I probably wasn't getting enough sleep during yeah. those years. But when you don't get up at that early, so my normal wake time is usually around six o'clock, six thirty, And then I go take the dogs. But when I get up for the Monday morning that I coach, I get up at three forty-five mm-hmm. in the morning and it's, it's okay at, at first, like the classes go great and I feel good, but then about eight thirty, nine o'clock. Yeah. Like I get, I start to get the brain fog and then later in the day I have trouble focusing, yeah. staying on task. I take a nap. That doesn't help. That chase me groggy. And it really takes me almost a full day to recover. Yeah. It's really fascinating. I can, I, I feel like I can run on adrenaline a little bit. Like, yeah. cause that first, first few classes, like you, you get into a groove, yeah. you're, 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 you're rolling with it. And then uh-huh. it's, you know, as soon as the class is over, it's like if we can come right into the podcast, I can kind of carry that momentum. But having any kind of lull or downtime, I know you like to out for a while there, you were enjoying that couch that was in here. Oh, yeah. Come in, take a nap <laughs> right after. I couldn't do that. If I came in and take a nap, it'd be game over. Well, the, it, it, they, Matthew Walker, the sleep specialist, other sleep specialists said the, the nap is helpful, though. I admittedly I'm groggy after yeah. for about an hour after yeah. yeah, and or more. Yeah. Um, How long do you sleep? You sleep for like usually 45 15. minutes. Oh, you 40. It's, it's almost Ooh. 45 minutes exactly too, which is really weird. Like I fall down yeah. on every, every single time. It's 45 if I minutes. go over 25 minutes, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like the most in the, in a daze. Yeah. The, it, which really speaks to the, 
I think the effects of sleep deprivation mm -hmm. shift workers can get around and we have shift workers here, yeah. nurses, um, doctors, for, yeah. First responders that, that have to work in the evenings and then they sleep. But the ones that I've talked to really set up systems where they mm -hmm. go into room darkening and, and like I was talking to, I think Sean Raphael when he was doing shift work mm -hmm. and he said he had, didn't have a problem because he had a nice quiet room, dark, he, and he was able to do it. And I think the younger you are, probably the easier oh, it is. Oh, for sure. Because it's definitely harder on me getting up earlier in the morning when I get yeah. older if I don't get my sleep. Yeah. The, the, the people, I think, that have the biggest problem and should be thoughtful about it are the first responders that are at the station. So, say, like firefighters, EMT, where they have to, like, they go down, and then they have to wake up yeah. to go on their calls. I think that's, like, anybody, like, on call, doctors. Yeah, on you know, call that people. If, if you're on call, like, I couldn't imagine being able to kind of have any kind of downtime because it's, like, yeah, mentally, I'm in the back of my mind. I'm always ready and prepared. It's, like, how do you get that downtime? There is that process that, and Huberman talks about this, and you can look it up. Huberman talks about it in one of his recent podcasts, and and uh, and Rhonda Pat, Dr. Rhonda Patrick and they're all friends, by the way. Peter Atia, Huberman. They're and, all California they're guys, all, right? Yeah, they're, they're Stanford people. Yeah. Uh, though I think Ron Patrick is uh, UC Berkeley. That said, they, yeah. uh, one of the things that happens in with the brain, and I think Matthew Walker talks about this too, the sleep specialist, is that in, in the deep, deepest part of your sleep, there is a flush where your brain actually fluid comes in um, and it's a, it may be spinal fluid, but comes into the brain and basically, and then exits and it's basically cleaning out, like it's cleaning out mm. the, 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 whatever byproduct is produced as a result of the energy consumption of the brain, right? Cause it's brain, yeah. the brain's burning basically glucose to, yeah. to operate. Yeah. And so it comes in, flushes that out and cleans that out. And it is the interruption of that process it is believed that contributes to that may contribute to dementia um, later mm. in life. That if you're not getting that flush happening on a regular basis, all that byproducts so just knowing there. So knowing that that makes me like so fucking paranoid <laughs> because now I think about it. Like if I was younger, it yeah. probably would have been actually good to know for me younger. They would have thought about it, you know, and, and so I think about, am I, am I flushing that shit out of my brain? Yeah. I guess no one wants anything. Sitting up there, sitting anywhere, right? Any, anywhere within your body, right? You don't want it anywhere. Yeah, right. not in your muscles. No, yeah, you don't. You don't want any extra stuff in there. Which brings us to the vaccine. No, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not going to go there. Jamie Lee and I have agreed that you know we're not going to touch any of the. Yeah. We we had a, a pretty good conversation the, before the, coming on. The not about topics. that, but about some other triggering yeah. topics. Sure, yeah, there's who knows it might come up when Tim comes on. Within the CrossFit world, there are a number of. There are, and it's almost like a, the community is just hungry for something to argue about yeah. or, or get drama. Just drama. hungry for drama. It's like a TV show. And it's that's like the drama in a TV show. That's normal in any community, but there are some within the community that know exactly how to, how to provoke CrossFitters. Yeah. Um, and they know, even if it's themselves, like they know how to trigger CrossFitters. And so they, and there are media outlets that take advantage of it. Yeah. I've been told and, and some of the people who listen to this podcast say, Hey, you, you know, you need to have more clickbait headlines. Yeah. I will do sensational headlines, you know, to try and draw attention to the individual. Yeah. But I have, 
I have avoided doing any clickbait headlines. Um, clickbait just doesn't seem genuine. It's, right. it's like here, here. Let me let me get you fired up and then bring you in to talk about something. When I pull up my YouTube um, and I look at it, you know, especially on the big screen where I can have, mm -hmm. you know, the, you see all the previews, all the, the previews, stuff on everything there, else. Yeah, I admit that I am drawn to the ones where there's, you know, where Hiller says natty or not, or mm -hmm. you know, or the CrossFit games going away. You yeah. know, that that kind is of stuff. CrossFit dead. Yes, yeah, CrossFit dead. Right. I look at those things. And I, it, I used to, um, I, I used to, um, click and watch the content and just kind of see and try to fast forward to get to the gist of what they were talking about. Just go, oh. and then I go, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. well, that's not what. Then you saying. can roll your eyes and just move right. on with your day. Right. But now because it's that's happened a few times, I don't even look at them. Now I see it, and I'm like, okay, they're just trying to draw me in. Yeah. And I almost feel like I'm, you know, you're being coerced. You're being. And, and that, like I said, I, I don't, it's not I don't, like a genuine thing. No, I don't think it'll last, right? Because yeah. that doesn't work for advertising for very long. You are, because eventually people see through that and then they, then they discount you because they, they, they discount your overall quality because they think that you're, um, you're baiting and switching them. Yeah. It's like once you've been labeled a clickbaiter, right? Like right. You, you, you're known for it. You'll have your same people that continue to follow because they enjoy the content. Right. Um, but then those that are, just don't want to be, you know, misled into a conversation that's like not what it was intended to be, like based off of what the thumbnail says, it's like you could just move on. You will never see an ad that says Ferrari is sending uh, a, or building a car that's going to launch it to the moon, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which would be like, that's the clickbait, right? Yeah. And you click on it and then you'd see, you know, well, it's, you know, what they've done is they've, do, they've do worked with a rocket company that, you know, that has engineered amazing engines to enhance their engines. And so, you know, it, and, and they make that kind of um, reference to mm -hmm. something like that. But Ferrari wouldn't do that. No. Tesla Fer would. Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari's going to rely upon its heritage, yep. its quality, its reputation that oh, it's built over the years. An, didn't they just make an EV? Um, I don't know if I, I, I saw something that they were talking. Maybe it was clickbait. I don't know. Yeah, I could see <laughs> they that. were trying to do it, but it was the, the sounds were um, pumped in. Oh. The, the, the sound of the engine was a Ferrari engine, but it was an electric car. No, oh. it's like just just yeah. let it be an electric car. Yeah. Okay. You say that. Yet you drive a Tundra. I know, which which I would love to get rid of. That fucking pumped in sound. The, a Tundra hybrid that has pumped in sound, which sounds really cool because I drove a car. It sounds cool, yeah. I drove that truck and it was, it does, it sounds great. And there's something about it. And at first I was like, oh, I can't believe them. There's a synthetic sound there, with this truck. And then I drove it for a while and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm all right with that synthetic sound. <laughs> there's times where it's like you know i just go to accelerate if i got it in like eco mode or something it's like right all right this is this is a little this doesn't but toyota's to to another one like they're not going to use exactly. you know just insane ads dodge will dodge or just these they're Ford. doing these have you seen their trx uh, youtube videos no the trx truck uh no so they've been doing these they've been doing these uh youtube releases um, or no Instagram shorts. Oh, of, no, I haven't seen any yeah, of those. Just, just do hashtag TRX, which is that 
high the super high performance 750 yeah, horsepower yeah, yeah, truck yeah. that they have which is just a, by the way that's way too much horsepower for a pickup <laughs> truck having driven a, a, a 300 horsepower truck a 350 horsepower truck driving a seven i can't even imagine what a 750 horsepower truck is the tundra is 427 it's man. a four, oh yeah 427 yeah 427 that thing's a race car yeah i jamie owns uh the tundra that i originally purchased and i see it from time to time and i just i reminisce but i told your wife i said it's a, probably a good thing that i don't own it because it's so fun that was, thing was fun. so fun it to drive. Fun. anyway the trx so what they do they have these uh, first i saw it i'm like and it shows the trx accelerating to get on the freeway and it does a wheelie uh, it does a wheelie push. onto the freeway and then loses control <laughs> and then and then they cut it right as it looks like it's about to crash and there's there's they've got about a dozen of them out there really? and, and i'm drawn into them every time i'm like okay you know they got me to watch it would they get me to buy it no yeah. and part of the reason why part of the reason why because i just i think that's hokey and it's like okay well if they're having to do sensational stuff clickbait stuff eventually people are gonna buy on to well eventually people are just gonna go well it's it's they're doing that because they don't have high quality or really good content that really should draw people in that's a good point that was a long discussion about why we aren't, don't do, like aren't doing clickbait and are not going to be drawn into the clickbait that some news crossfit news media like to do yeah and that's exactly what you know and i'm going to call them out actually because morning chalk hub does that they've, it's not the first time no they do it with a, they've done it with a lot of stuff yeah and it and i will tell people that are drawn in including me because i comment on the post and i probably shouldn't even comment on the yeah, post you and me both because it um it, it, it's just giving fuel to their it's just it's it's how they're driving so they, adding to their algorithm yeah they they are unable to draw people in with their quality journalism so they resort to tactics like that mm-hmm. and it's and and i don't think it's in some cases i don't think it's healthy for crossfit because you, you draw in sometimes the extremists that are that may be inappropriate mm-hmm. or leave inappropriate comments and then that um, then people jump on the bandwagon and say, well, see, see once, the, the, once the trolls start getting in, then it's, uh, that's when it gets toxic. Terrible. Yeah. And so we're not going to, um, we were going to have, I was trying to get, um, Dave Castro on for today. He, um, he and I've been trading text messages about being on the podcast or having a conversation because I made a point, I made a, I the, tweeted something about the affiliate cup, the affiliate cup saying it's time to, in the affiliate competi- cup competition yeah. and uh, consider moving to a uh, something like the inter- uh, the international invitational event. Yes. Um, because of what my experience was with that. And that I made that reference to the international team uh, competition because Rich Froning and Jason Kalipa were recently on a podcast with uh, on the Savon podcast. He drew them on both together. And Jason pointed to his jersey in the back that was on his wall behind him, which was the international his jersey from the international competition where he was on the same team with Rich Froning. Mm -hmm. And he said, this is one of my prized possessions. And and Rich said the same thing, which goes, Mm -hmm. yeah, me too. Look right here. And he had his jersey. Yeah, and Rich said, "I don't." Out of all of his yeah, accomplishments, yeah, yeah, he, games, said, he goes, podiums. "I don't even know where my game." He goes, "I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know where my games medals are." <laughs> I think because I think I have them in a drawer somewhere, and that's not a in, that's not uh, being it's not taken away from the games. It's not taken away from the no. games. It's just you know he, he's doing it. You know he he 
he is a humble man. Well, when you think about it too, though, like you have 40 men and women, 40 men, 40 women that qualify and compete at the games. How many people compete in the international competition invitational? Right. Six from a country. That's right. So it's, it's definitely more, um, highlight like there's it's just it's a it, it was more significant but you're also significant. representing something more than yourself true true right you're representing something bigger than yourself yeah. it's going beyond the box and there was some i mean these were really uh, these are really good competitions where there was a threat that any country could win mm -hmm. so you yeah. did you you had to perform like these yeah. guys didn't mail it in no and then you felt like you were fighting for your country yeah um, in a, you know, on a, on a, com on a competitive sport level, which is really cool. Clearly, Country or well, continent. Well, look, the, both Jason and, and Rich, like just were really proud of their accomplishments yeah. there. Yeah. And that spoke to me because I didn't, I didn't think that they would be as, you know, the, I, I think I thought that they might think of it as, or they might look back upon it as, oh yeah, that was something that CrossFit had us do. And we like did an just exhibition thing. Yeah, yeah, like an exhibition thing. But it was, it was clearly based upon the conversation with them was more than that. Yeah. Which led to the, my, um, my suggestion Sweet. that perhaps that should come back mm -hmm. in place of the affiliate cup competition, which has essentially, um, evaporated into a pro team type system not so much affiliate cup. right it's what four group what four what group of four athletes can you get together that are fitter than other a group of four athletes mm -hmm. which comes down to not necessarily the uh, the fitness of the athletes as much as it is their ability to get four people together and train together and show up together to want to work together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah. that becomes one of the elements of whether or not you win the, the CrossFit games, the team mm -hmm. can Noah can, you know, Noah Olson and, and Chandler Smith can come together because they're buddies. Can any other team match pull yeah. together two male athletes that'll be friends and work together. And at the same time, bring in a couple girls that also have the same vibes. Yeah. Well, well, right, because that's that's that that's a together. whole different dynamic that people may not realize when they look at a team. is It's not just a yeah, team so of guys. Not, yeah, it's so a team it's not guys necessarily girls. the 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 fittest. A test of the fitness. It's like a test of most who, cohesive. Who, yeah, who can organize the group of fittest people? Yeah. So how would you? How would you? If if you if they decided, hey, Craig, what what do we do instead of the affiliate cup? Kill kill the affiliate cup and bring back invitational. Is it? country based is it continent based like how how would you see that so it's not in, in instead of first of all oh my point too was made uh, in order to separate the pro athletes from everything else yes and by everything else i mean teams i mean masters mm -hmm. i mean adaptive athletes mm -hmm. those competitions should be separate events in my opinion mm -hmm. that if the sport wants to if we want to make the sport um, a more recognized, more supported, more sponsored event with less distractions and at a, at a lower, especially at a lower cost, because all of those other elements add significant cost to the production of the CrossFit Games. Yeah, you remove those elements, and now you have more capital to work with. Mm -hmm. um, you have a better P and L, and you have, um, I think more for the fans to watch and not be just more for the fans to focus on or not be distracted by other stuff more resources to go towards right. the end goal versus 
kind of spreading it out. One hundred percent. Yeah. And the the other part of it is, um, the um, you, you get you you get sponsors, vendors, um, um, the, the individual athletes, pro athletes, uh, performance at the CrossFit Games. That is a spectator sport. Mm-hmm. We love to watch it in person, and we love to watch it on TV. On TV, we love to watch the clips afterwards. Yep. The masters athletes, and I've been there, and you can argue with me all day wrong, but you'll be wrong, and I'll be right. Mm-hmm. That's the benefits of being sixty years old and a seventeen-year affiliate owner, and in this CrossFit game experience since two thousand, since two thousand seven, really, because we watched into two thousand seven, two thousand eight is when we started participating as athletes. The masters adaptive athletes and teams are not. Uh, they're not spectator sports. Yeah. They're participatory sports. Yeah. People want to do them. They want to be a part of it. They want to compete in it. And the people that do come and spectate it are the family and friends, mm-hmm. but, but probably 90%. Um, if, if all you have to do is go to a CrossFit Games and, and stroll into the any heat of the teams, any heat of the Masters division and watch it versus w- w- the individuals. I remember back in the day when it was in Carson, um, we would have, we had the team competing. We had a huge show, show up of our members and, and uh, affiliate coming out to support. I mean, there's videos of the stands counting down DCF, DCF. Yes. Um, but those were fam- the, And those were family and friends. Those are family and friends. But my point is that group of people left after the teams were over yeah. and would come back to base camp and hang out. Yes. And we would watch like the individual stuff, like on the big screen that showed up. Like we That's were, right. it wasn't even this, like, like you said, it, it's the friends and family that are coming to support and they're not necessarily sticking around for all of the individuals. That's right. I, it, it, I miss that. Me too. That was really unbelievable. I don't think at a national at a national or global international level that that's possible anymore no because as soon as you raise the level of awareness of it Mm -hmm. then you start to draw in other athletes from other gyms that want and they start to it's a natural instinct in order to be more competitive as you bring in other athletes and then you kind of undermine the whole community the affiliate base you said it you said it perfectly it was like 2014 15 um a team built out of the affiliate is organic and one that is not is just manufactured. Yeah. One is good for the community and one is not. That's right. And we've been through that with, you know, bringing people in and it just, it, it does create a lot of animosity between the people and it just, it, it kind of drags on the vibe overall. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, and that's not to take away from to, to, to team competitions. Not they're, at all. they're fun to be in and I get it. Um, but I think it needs to be separate from the CrossFit games. Now, the team competition that did work and that was exciting was this international format. And I think that could be a separate competition though. I thought about it this morning um, in detail. The, so CrossFit, I don't know what the first year they did it, but they did an invitational invited the best athletes from each country or continent to come together as a team. They either would have three or four teams. I think was this the USA versus worlds? Cause there was like a few different variations. Yeah. There's different variations, but, but, but all of the competitions, the very first one they did was in Berlin. Yeah. And they did a team competition there and it sold out 
I remember Tony, right. Tony yeah. Budding telling me it sold out in like three hours. And it was like yeah. 13,000 people came and watched it. What? I didn't realize it was yeah. that many people. Dude, I thought it was like in a little studio. Uh, I think it, I think it was like over 10,000 people. Wow. And and they broadcast it. Tons yeah. of people watched it. It was yeah. exciting to watch. And it was, you know, look, Europe is growing very rapidly. As David, or David Daniel Chaffee told us, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're the fastest growing segment of CrossFit um, in the world. And so they're, they're, and same with Latin America, they're get, they're mm. just hungry to watch this stuff. Yeah. Which means that there, there's a fan base that would want to watch the teams as long as it, I think, as long as it had those, those top athletes yeah. on those teams and they're representing their countries. So with, with this invitational take place, like, a couple months after the games. Yeah, I, I like that. You know why I like that? Because it's a way Gives to, them a time to download. Well, yeah, yeah, bit. download, but also showcase the athletes that were just at the games that yeah. you might not have been able to see yeah. um, at the games. So then, you know, if they do it in a specific, especially if they do it outside the U.S., people will just, I think they'd eat it up. Mm-hmm. The only, there, well, there's, there's a couple of issues that would prevent this from happening. One is competing with things like Rogue Invitational, Wadapalooza. Yeah, yeah other, indivi- other individual competitions you, out of season. You put the athletes at risk because of potential injuries. Mm-hmm. These aren't, m- most of them aren't team athletes. Though they, in the past, they've come together pretty well. I can't, Alessandro yeah. Pacelli participated on yeah, Team Canada, Canada a few times. And she enjoyed it. She said there was challenges with all the egos working together. And, uh, and so you need a strong captain that, you know, like Rich Froning with USA was, mm-hmm. was, was good. Canada, I think, struggled because there was a kind of a difference of opinion as to how things should be done and executed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with Sandra, because she's got a lot of experience you know, from the, the team, team side. And I'm sure if she tried to share some stuff with a bunch of individuals that have no experience with the team, I can see them not fully grasping the, the hustle that you need to have. But imagine this, a two-hour event, a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour, maybe tops three-hour event where there's, uh, there's say, five, six, no, 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 four, three, no, three, three teams, maybe four teams. Oh, I was thinking event-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, event, yeah, five, six events. Yeah, five, six events. Um, so I just got a text from Tyler Watkins, and he said, Fort Worth, baby. Oh really? So I wonder if there's Did they announce it? Yeah, it looks like it was it was announced. Hell yeah. Um we called it. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. The four with is amazing. We'll talk about that. Uh, maybe we can get that pulled up. Uh, but anyway, I, what, what I want to ask, what I want to tell people is, hey, can you imagine, you know, a two and a half hour, three hour event? Yeah, like Jamie Lee said, maybe three to five events where you got the best athletes in the world competing, maybe three, four teams doing these events within an arena. Um, and I, you know, based upon our grid league experience, and if you don't know what grid is, just Google, <laughs> Google grid fitness competition and you'll see all of it. And it was exciting. We, it was very high quality production stuff, yeah. but it was fun as hell to go watch those events. It was really, it fun. was really, really fun. And, and uh, you could, you know, I, uh, you could, there's a, so many things you could do with that type of format. Jamie Lee suggested you bring in six athletes per team and then you allow for substitutions. Maybe mm-hmm. you allow, maybe you do a head to head competition. You know, your best male athlete, your best female athlete go against the best male athlete. You know, it, or, it could be something like you've got maybe three chippers. They're going to take place 
one after another after another you have to play one male one female for this chipper or for this this couple oh, yeah. and then you go on to a chipper and then you're gonna go like and it could be super fast and oh, yeah. super high intense um which would be so fun to watch yes that would you could really make it fun to watch the i think they would one it would be fun to watch online mm. it would be great to watch online i'd have a viewing party here we'd be rooting for team america yeah. and then you could uh and then i think especially if you did it in europe or australia or you know where they where they where they were very very good at filling stands you, mm-hmm. you bring it to one of those events you do it there the only or the downside is um yes yeah so i got i got uh, a youtube video up here yeah yeah that's it. it yeah we'll do it we'll it's wait like 40 seconds we'll wait till tim comes yeah, on okay and the but you do that and you'll draw the people into it mm-hmm. and but here's the here's, here's the thing i kind of did an estimate of cost it would probably be about fifty thousand dollars per team to get them there. Per team, per okay. team to just as far to get, as like logistics. Yeah, yeah, right. Because 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 you want to bring them there a few days in advance. You got to bring yeah. them there probably a week in advance, so they can train together a little bit. They At can, least getting on the right time frame, time, yeah. like the time zone. Because if you're coming from a different part of the world, the time zone change is. Well, yeah. Be then there's time, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other part, right? So, so. A conservative estimate, I think, is fifty thousand dollars per team because you got to pay the athletes too. So mm-hmm. you got to make it worth their yeah. while to go there. So yeah. paying, especially them, if they're putting risk at potential injuries and yeah. So let's say it's four teams. That's two hundred grand right there, just in travel, entertainment, mm-hmm. meals, lodging, and paying the athletes. And then, then you got the venue, and the venue is probably going to be, you know, I would think for something like that, probably twenty five thousand dollar minimum for a venue, minimum. Um, so maybe 50,000, but let's call it 50,000 so we can be on the upside. Now you got, you got to your $250,000 just for the venue. And then you got the production costs and the media production, which is probably about another hundred to $150,000. So now you're like, you're like half a million dollars. If you want to do it right, I think to produce it. So they watch it and everything else, half a million dollars. Yeah. So let's assume you got. 10,000 seats. And if I did the math on that, I should be able to do that in my head, but I'm 60 and I'm losing it. So if you did 500,000 divided by 10,000, that's 50 bucks a seat to cover the cost of production. That's completely feasible. I think so. I think so. As for, I mean, as far as like you getting enough I'd, people I'd to pay, come to I'd a pay venue. 50, I'd pay 50 bucks for yeah. to, to watch that. I mean, people, how much are the tickets to the games? And then you, you know, and then you get concessions. Maybe you work out a deal where you get concessions, everything else. But yeah. then, what you've got to get, um, <laughs> what you what you've got to get then is uh, sponsorships. Yeah. So now you got to get sponsorships, and then you got to get. And I think w- people would um, pay online, so you put it behind a paywall. Because mm-hmm. if you can get. You know, and just stream it dude, versus a, trying to look, go through. You get a hundred thousand dollar. You get a hundred thousand viewers, and you get a hundred thousand people paying five bucks each yeah. just to 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 view it online. Um, you know, kind of pay per view type thing. Mm-hmm. Now you get another half. Now you get another half million. Yeah. So now it becomes doable. Yeah. The. So it's so it's it's within reach. It's expensive, but it's within reach. Mm-hmm. The question becomes: Is it a something that? CrossFit, CrossFit, I think would have to have an entire team dedicated to this because you you don't want to take all your games people 
and put them towards this because they don't have the time, the resources, the energy, the, all of that stuff. So it's, mm -hmm. it's almost as if they need to outsource something like this. Yeah. You go to a Wadapalooza or you go to a, mm -hmm. Somebody um, that's running those bigger, yes, that has been running, yeah, not yeah. somebody that's going to no, no, start. No, no, no. I think I think the guys in Australia and the yeah. guys that yeah. run, yeah, like, the, 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 the events, the, the Madrid Championship, Torian Pro. Yeah, you you go to them. Yeah, and you and you let them do it. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because CrossFit's got 150 employees. There's no way that they have the resources to do this. Yeah, and but I love the idea. Yeah, I love the idea, and then. Affiliate team stuff, you just let that happen at a local level. I feel like the affiliate team stuff... You just it, let it happen it, at a local level. Let it grow organic. Yeah, let it grow organic. Let, exactly. it, let it do what CrossFit did. Yeah. Want to bring Tim in? Um, is he here? Yes. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. Because bringing Tim in is always high risk. Like, I want to make sure <laughs> we're completely done with our last topic. <laughs> because he'll completely discount. <laughs> he might agree. I don't know. So Dave said they're announcing the games venue this week. Well, we, we do know that they apparently have announced Fort Worth. I got the video right here today. So we're gonna we're gonna we'll show some of the video, but let's bring Tim in. Um make sure all his sound and everything is good. Morning. Good morning. Hey sir. I just wanna let you know. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Product placement. Did you run to the store to get that? Literally starts that he run. Just, my wife's a runner. I don't run. He's probably got a fridge full of them in his gym. Um, just so, Tim, just I, I do want to let you know, I texted Tim last night to ask him to be on the podcast only because the other guests that I tried to get on declined. Thank you for coming and so on. So Tim's such a good friend. He's willing to be like the... The booty the, call. The, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Come on over. Hop on the call, man. My podcast booty call. We'll send, we'll send you a link. You we'll send you a link in five. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. We that's do what I tell people when they want to. They want to join for like a one day. Can I sign up for one day? I'm like no. Yeah. Or like, how can I? Can I just buy like a punch card? No, no, no booty calls. <laughs> That's that's exactly what it is. We don't do yeah, that either. I feel like having some crossfit today. Yeah, it's <laughs> or or I'm doing yoga and Pilates and Orange Theory, and I want to make I want to I just I want to do I only want to do you know crossfit on the weekends. I need some strength. <laughs> yeah, Week, weekend strength uh, training. Yeah. Vindicate <laughs> 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 uh, says I'll take a Craig Howard booty call anytime. That's great. I'm 60 years old, bro. I can't. Huh? Booty calls ain't happening for a lot of, for a lot for a lot of reasons. It's just a couple. You don't get those Instagram ads for the. I do. <laughs> um, well, look at this. Yeah, see, at the announcement of little little. Well, so all right. So I I, 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 I said it earlier. I missed so. it. I heard you said that, so. They 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 called it. Yeah, Fort Worth, and we'll put that on in a second here. But I asked dave and he, david mentioned again on his podcast because i had made some some freaking comment on twitter i tweeted something about teams and he was gonna about doing the bringing back the international and doing away with the team competition at the games and then he, he said yeah i need to go on his podcast so of course me just kind of like dave's gonna come on our podcast holy shit 
right? So I'm like text. I text him enough to not be that annoying guy and just enough to maybe I can get him in. So I texted him yesterday and he's the kind of guy that would be like 10 minutes before. Sure. I'll come on your podcast. Yeah. And so I kept it open. So I didn't invite because I invited him into the podcast. I didn't invite anybody else, but I knew Tim wouldn't mind. And Tim, Tim is friends with Dave as well. So if Tim was on and Dave came on, it was, I thought that'd be cool too. Tim. Oh yeah. We're like, you know, it's practically BFFs. <laughs> me and Dave. You get go look, way back. So you're not too far away from each there's, other. There's, too, right? there's three guys on this podcast. Who of the three has gone and shot guns with Dave? No, Tim. Tim. Well, yeah, I was there. Yeah. I didn't shoot. It was actually Luke. Luke yeah. shot. So his son shot. Oh, okay. So yeah, so your son went down and shot with guns with Dave. But we you were at the he had, a, he had a like a meet and greet thing with the sheriff candidate. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Just and call he invited people. He said, Hey, come down if you're in the you know, if you want to come down and shoot guns. And I was like, dude, let's go. Yeah, and he spent time with his son Sean. That's awesome. Show him how to download. He's got a he's got a cool setup because we drove around when Tim and I went down there for the fitness free was it fitness, fitness freedom, freedom we were at? Fitness freedom, yeah. And, yeah, and Dave drove us around in the golf cart, his souped up golf uh to all-terrain cart and showed us all his shooting spots that's cool oh it's really cool dude across ravines way he goes you see that little tiny thing across and you it's really really cool his his he the the setup he has for himself he's running a lot of like shooting shooting comps out of of, space too i I gotta be honest with you. you you guys you know if anybody has any criticisms of dave Follow both of his Instagrams. That, yeah, that, TDC. That son of a bitch works his ass off. Yeah. Like he is doing competitions. He's got olive he, oil. Even, dude, even company. when he came, he came back and he was being announced to run the games again, and he only had like a couple months. Yeah. And the very next week, he's running a shooting competition. Yeah. Hosting it, and that, if, if anybody's hosting any type of events, you know it's a big pain in the ass. Yeah. He's probably had that already like booked out and then CrossFit's like, hey, come on back. No. If anybody doesn't like, if anybody that's worked for Dave Castro doesn't like Dave Castro, it's only because he outworked him. I guarantee. And then, he made him, and then he made him feel bad because they couldn't work as much as he does. Probably a humbling experience, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm hoping that all this ass kissing will have him end up on my podcast at some point. <laughs> uh, I think is- he really responds to that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, just like just like what's up. He's like, call him direct. He loves that. <laughs> Flattery gets you everywhere. <laughs> He's the best. He's the um, best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so he made an announcement. So yeah, so, pull it up. Yeah, Travis uh, at the Heat One app. We'll give him Tyler, a plug. Tyler. No, uh, uh, Travis at Vindicate. Um, and he didn't message me, but I got hit. That's why I got confused. And Tyler at Heat One app just um, texted me and said that uh, the announcement was made in its Fort Worth. And let's pull it up, but we can run a little bit of it and see what it see what it says. See if there's anything cool, just so our viewers don't tune us out to go into the broadcast. We'll bring it Whoa, to you. Oh, look at this! Yeah, uh, you guys are high tech, man. It, things really go when Jamie's here. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have sound for it yet. Yeah, New home. let me bring it back. Set audio. Jamie's going big. Does that mean? Going All right, here big? we go. Yeah. Welcome to the new home of the CrossFit Games. Dickie's Arena. I got to give it to... There's too many memes available now. Bod Zombie's going to have a field day. This is, though, when we were down at the Games, and Ken from Sherpa Works 
Ken from Sherpa Works said that uh, it was Fort Worth and it was Dickie's Arena. Um, and Dickie's, so he called the arena too. Yeah, he did. And and it's really, it's really, it's brand new. Fort Worth is a cool That's town. Awesome. So let me just, let me just uh, you get, I you know because my wife and I lived in Texas. My brother's a Texan, and and uh, I've spent a, spent a lot of lot of time down there. Your brother's a Texan, but you're not. No, and you were at one no, point. Yeah, we How's were. That? We were for six years because we have my wife's family's only grandchild. So we had we moved back so that they could be close to their grandchild. That's the kind of husband I am. I loved Texas. Take one for the team. And I love Texas. But anyway, so I spent a, I've spent a lot of time in Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth. And Fort Worth is cool. Is a really cool town. It's a small town. It's And it is about it's about 10 miles away from Dallas. So it's not like in Dallas, you can get to Dallas. What's really cool. One that there's an awesome airport you can get to from anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. So that's, that's literally for athletes. The most important thing, there will be no flight delays. It's the biggest, flattest, most expansive airport in the world. It's tornadoes. Texas. Everything's bigger. Yeah. Tornadoes. Well, tornado. So interestingly enough, tornado ripped that town apart. It was probably about 20 years ago, 30 years ago, went right through downtown Fort Worth. I don't know if you guys ever remember this, but it, but it just, it, it devastated a lot of buildings. So they rebuilt that. They literally rebuilt the town and it is a cool town and it's home to the, the, the annually, the largest uh, rodeo in the country in the U S and then it also, they, 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 they have the biggest catalog. Catalog, yeah. Yeah. Active catalog in there. So they have all the facilities to handle a lot of people. What's really cool is they have amazing RV facilities, right? Yeah. Because people with horses and cattle, they bring in the, you know, they the stay and sleep in the trailers and, yeah. and the hookups are awesome. Um, Dickie's arena is an incredible arena and it's a lot like the Alliance uh, Energy Center, mm-hmm. um, but nicer and newer with all of the media content because they do the pro, awesome. they do they do the, the rodeos out of there. Mm-hmm. So that's badass. And then the town itself has amazing restaurants, some of the best steak restaurants in the world. Like it's, it's just a cool town. There's tons of hotels, the whole nine yards. And I heard, and I think this is true now because Ken called this from, uh, from Sherpa Works because he's the one that told me it was Fort Worth. That he read the bid was public on uh, mm, Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. Site he went and looked up like the weekend. Yeah, or something. Like a, and, it, and it's a net zero deal for CrossFit, meaning there's no, there's Overhead. no, there's no event costs yeah. for the our event um, facilities costs. You know, of course, you got the media production costs that they still have to deal with, but because they're getting a cut apparently of the hotel revenue, the incremental hotel revenue, and it's a fascinating way for cities to draw events into their city yeah. to give them a cut of the hotel revenue. Um, before where it's amazing and it's a it's for you know it's central in the country it's easier to get to than madison in terms of the drive i like it because it's a you know it's a fairly comfortable drive from california i have a suggestion what uh two for it's two parts one for the podcast get on board now so you can do your uh you know on-site podcast yes get sponsored by a barbecue spot (laughs) Ooh, that's a good idea and Get an athlete that's going to make the games sponsored by Barbecue Spot, and then they can wear like you know, in all their lead up to the games. That's a good, that's a cool idea. I really appreciate you sharing that idea. <laughs> and if I show up, you can give me some barbecue. <laughs> I really appreciate you sharing that podcast, sharing that live on our podcast, so that all other podcasts now <laughs> could take advantage of that idea. Well. But no, this is the Gary V model. See, you can come out, you can throw ideas out. No one's going to do it. They're not yeah, gonna well, that's, true. that's true, too. That's and, true. And, that, and that not many people are watching our podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What are you? What? Are, how many are watching right now? I mean, the you know. Yeah. By the way, um, the other part of this too is that uh, bring his bring Tim's volume down just a little. But the other the other thing that's uh, that's cool is Southwest Airlines literally has their own um, airport, um, and because love field which is so each flights in yeah so you can get in and out through southwest that's a separate airport and then there's and that's oh it's a separate that's a dallas the southwest airlines has love field in dallas um which is not too far away from fort Fort worth that's a a real easy drive over and then there's the dallas fort worth airport so there's like multiple ways to get in at a reasonable cost so you're saying it's way better than madison when it comes to travel yes but it's ten times better. Now look, it's not going to have the charm and of Madison and people. You won't be able to be outside. Maybe, maybe it'll have a new charm. Yeah, constantly varied charm. Um, it does have Dickie's Arena's air conditioning. Anybody's worried about that stuff? That you know, to, don't worry. Yeah, it can be a hundred degrees there. Make sure your your RV has air conditioning and it's working mm. before you go down there. That's all I would say. <laughs> But they can handle twice as many RVs. And everybody, I'll tell you, there's going to be way more. I was going to say, with the amount of people that are probably able to rent RVs in Texas, too, we'll All right. have them out. Let me just throw this out right now. Is it like a throw this down to mayhem? We're going to try and sponsor that. I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and <laughs> steal that sponsorship of the RV park. And we're not going to put our bent. If we get it. Like I'm, I'm gonna reach out and see how much it is to sponsor that RV park from 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 CrossFit yeah. from the CrossFit Games, and if we get it, we're not gonna put our banners all over it. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna put some hokey workout area that has you know music that that wakes every RVer up <laughs> at seven in the morning, running which, every hour, every half hour. Lord. We will have a rig. How about working. something with the Diablo horn logo, but Texas style? Yeah. Longhorns. Yeah. Like longhorn. Like make longhorn, a Diablo yeah. logo with Texas Longhorns. I'm doing I'm doing that today. <laughs> there you go. And it's almost like a Vindicate here. He's gonna hook you up. I'm gonna do like two I'm Who's gonna spend guy? I'm gonna spend two hours. He's already working on the logo right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Boom. And what do you mean if it's Fort Worth drivable from Omaha? You literally, dude, you can <laughs> you can tie a string to your steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> tie it to your door and fall asleep and and then just set your cruise control for 85 miles an hour because there ain't gonna be anybody else on the road <laughs> and you'll go and go straight south and you'll hit fort worth yeah so if it's a drive it's drivable from omaha well, you don't even have to go over any hills or anything <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's gonna. Travis is gonna. Travis is like he's gonna disown me. Travis is gonna cancel me. Anyway, Tim. So welcome. Um, yeah. Thanks for being. We did you like my not, list of ideas? Did you? Yeah, yeah, we I did. I think you meant to text Jamie because you rolled your eyes with my topics. <laughs> I, I told him what your topics were. We haven't written. On, <laughs> they're up there. Yeah, we haven't written on a whiteboard up here just in case. <laughs> Tim has a Tim like you want to be on the podcast and boom sends me back a list of topics that he'll be talking about and whether or not we want to talk about them. So we the so let's get to we didn't even get to affiliate stuff. Um, by the way, affiliate stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys! I don't know. <laughs> 
Turn that down. On myself. Pretty sure he was that guy at one point. On myself, or <laughs> it's quite possible. Maybe not tidy whities but I have shorts that were awfully baggy. <laughs> Walter oh White. My God. Oh, yeah, dude. I've had some Walter White moment, moments. It is, I will tell you, it is um, for RVing at the at, at at, at the games is a really cool experience. So it is come, it's, it's pretty special. And I'm and I will tell you that I it is one of the reasons why I'm excited about Fort Worth. Um that that they have such a really cool setup there for RVs. It's mm-hmm. just gonna make it that's gonna add to the experience. Is it is it set up similar to how Madison was like right there? You walk out your trailer and go right into the games, right um, in the venue. Yeah, it's close, okay. right? So it's not like you gotta jump on a shuttle or anything. No. Okay. No, I think it's all really close. That's super cool. You know what? Well, they have like a cattle train that just yeah. just hop on. They're just always walking. Y- yeah, they're timing um, it. Dickie's Arena. You want me to pull it up RV on the map? Park, yeah. RV parking, and there's there's parking. Riding or riding rank RV park. Oh yeah, see. Yeah, it's it's uh it's right outside the Dickies Arena, the Ride and Rank RV Park. Ridden, it's R I D. That's the new sponsor for clothing for uh, CrossFit. They're uh, branching out. Yeah, so so go to Google Maps mm-hmm. and pull Ridden uh, RV Park Dickies Arena. And but if anybody doesn't know who Dickies is, Dickies makes uh, uh, clothes. Cut, yeah, wor- uh, workers' clothes. I want to say. Um, first of all, I get a Walmart. Um, but but anyway, it said it said it was said it was Dickies Arena. Yeah, I get a Walmart too. It's taking me to Concord. Right, Montgomery lot. <laughs> See, you'll be able to try on the clothes before uh, before you buy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be able we gotta be able to pull that up. But I'll 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 let you look. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll you can make the Texas. It's it's uh, called the Texas Diablo, the Diablo Texas logo on a Dickies T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, it's well, you gotta cross oh, brand here. Well, here here's here's uh, you gotta. Look. Tim Tim will love this, right? So it's Visiforce, and then there's the PBR, the Professional Bull Riders World World uh, Championship is there. Nice. Yeah. Kristen and yeah. I went to that uh, in Las Vegas few, uh, many years ago before children. Right. <laughs> you, and if you when you pull that up, when you pull up the PBR, the first logo you see on there is Monster Energy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> There's a track just a little bit away. Yeah, we're so zoom, track, zoom, zoom in. Maybe I can get a sponsorship for being a guest. Right. So zoom in. So I got my class. Lot, yellow lot. I mean, there is a ton so, of yeah. So it's in space. It, I think it's in one. It's got to be in one of these big parking lots, right around there. But look at off to the right, right. So there's a Texas native border. So there is kind of like a really yeah. cool uh, botanical garden and park that's next door, like a, almost like an open space. Really cool open space area, dude. That's Rose awesome. Garden, uh, yeah, Jack Lee's Garden. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's, yeah. no, so, no, you know what's cool it's about that? 110 right? degrees. Okay, would you stop? Like, why don't you join the haters? <laughs> 
haters face crossfit <laughs> haters facebook group <laughs> haters gonna hate <laughs> but, but hey, so I, spent, I lived the summer in uh in texas i know what it's all about okay but so so look I at the, there. i got the river the trinity river that goes by the river walk that goes down it's like you could do an event next there, to that this is gonna be the 5k yeah and as long It'll as you be put, in the water so they don't uh get heat stroke <laughs> <laughs> to do it at midnight our first, our first event will be at five in the morning yeah <laughs> i mean what time do they have to wake up to go to um San Jose to get on the airport airplane. Yeah, that the, the, the Carson. Four, that was like four, a four in the morning, super early four trip. Call. No, they, look, it. You know, the, there's indoors. There's all kinds of indoors. That's stuff awesome. There. I think it's going to be great. But in that downtown area is amazing. Um, the culture district, all of that. It's a, it's a cool town. I'm excited for it. Um, right. did, did, I, I think. Ken said it was a three-year deal. And if I was CrossFit, I wouldn't do it for less than three years. No. Here's why. You get um, um, economies of time. Not necessarily scale, but you get economies of time. So all of the equipment that you have sent down there for the games, you put it in storage containers there. There. Or nearby. Yeah. So that way you don't have to pay for transportation again. So Zeus will be living in some storage containers. Somewhere. Right. You look at how the CrossFit games matured at in Madison. Yeah. Um, it, it got better and better every mm -hmm. year. And the venue changed. And they, they figured out how traffic flowed within it. How people moved. And mm -hmm. you, you figure all of those things out over time. The, look at how good. This year was the best year at the RV yeah. park. Yeah. And that's what you, you you get that from experience at the venue. If you change it up every year, it's expensive because you got to go in and learn the venue. Where are all the cables? Can we run cables here? Can we put cameras here? Where can we not put cameras? All the bullshit. I would imagine also setting a deal with the, the venue itself would probably be better if you signed a, a multiple-year contract. 100%. Right? And it, there's stuff you can leave up. There's st yeah. there's equipment you can leave there. People, like, the whole thing is just easy. It's got to be a minimum three years. Well, years. they're going to spend marketing dollars to to pump up the event too yeah but well, that's right the tourism board yeah 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 so, so after this venue do they go abroad tim do you think they go abroad after this i don't know well if they they could if like you've said they um you know you 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 disconnect all the other things that are attached to it if you just had 40 elite males and 40 elite females you take them anywhere you want you put them on a freaking island in the middle of the pacific right like yeah. no big deal you just you know crossfit survivor right like uh because it's only 40 you know you got 80 athletes that's nothing that's right? so like to, to, you know you farm out all the sections right just break it off and then you can take it wherever you want yeah. you know it's a, so and then you can make it for tv kind of like you talked about with your history Right, we're the grid stuff, right? It's like mm -hmm. if you make it American, you make a Ninja Warrior style where it's designed for TV, and you don't, you know, you don't need a huge on-site population, but you can really understand that you make the money on the views. Then, uh, you know, yeah, take it wherever you want. Tim's either like in tune with like what we talked about earlier. He was either I think he, he, he was either listening or he's just listened to me <laughs> rant to him so many times. What's that? You know, it could be that. talking about that. <laughs> we were literally just talking about that. That's, that's, that's exactly oh, right. Is it? Yeah, but yeah. you made, you make a good point actually. And it, it's a point that I, I kind of didn't think about. 
is when you because I thought about those cost savings in terms of all that other stuff, the masters, the adaptives and the teams, all that stuff costs a lot of extra money. It's a lot of extra bodies and logistics. It's very difficult. What I didn't think about was you've freed yourself from a lot of obligation and you can you can take them to an island you can Mm -hmm. take them you can take them wherever you want when it's only 40 men 40 women way easier to move it around to do international international becomes feasible at that point and they flew from la to san jose yeah yeah oh yeah put them on a single plane in the event next next to your judge right like okay here's you're attached to your hip you know like yeah that's that's, maybe that'll be the thing that that drops the teams and drops like all the other events and competitions is just when this is over maybe they're like okay we're going overseas and everything else is going to be its own thing 100 maybe they just were like super honest have you ever seen those ads where they're like if ads were honest right (laughs) and they just said hey you know what you teams are high maintenance and you're a bunch of whiners and complainers so get out (laughs) (laughs) i could personally deal with that yeah i think think come on and then, of course, yeah, I, I know you work hard. We got then, it. Well, so the, the the first thing that would happen is, you know, Morning Chalk Up would do a, a, an in-depth article <laughs> about how teams athletes are having to see therapists and spend extra money on therapists since they feel so damaged by the by CrossFit, by cro- the directness of CrossFit. The, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You're going to say good. <laughs> But that 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 that, that those therapists it, need a job, you know. <laughs> yes, they do. At two hundred fifty bucks an hour, they killed it during the pandemic. Killed it. They're still killing it. I know, and they. I still, got them in my gym. They're like, they are swamped. Yeah, they're swamped. They're they're and, totally booked. And and with the best part about it is because I you know we we have one here too that comes and he's got you know he travels to Jackson Hole. He goes to Ur- he goes to Orange County. Hangs yeah. out down there is all of his stuff be the pandemic forced everything online and he didn't leave online, which I wouldn't either. Like he can do all of his consultations um, with his therapy, with the, with his clients online. It's like a cha- completely changed their. I'm available uh, at half the going rate, just so you know. <laughs> and I identify as a fully licensed. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is my Tim is my therapist. Well, so here's what I'll tell you: is Tim is experienced because he practices on me, whether I like it or not. Well, I have 19 years today of uh, marriage therapy, uh, (laughs) counseling my wife. You know, I am now a professional. and an endurance sport therapist that's right that's right yeah, yeah. that's right you know it, it it comes down to this you know what it is are you ready yeah try harder <laughs> two words yeah see the, see the backdrop of behind me yeah, yeah. nobody cares yeah. work harder <laughs> yeah the and and I'll offer myself. I care. That's the difference. We can here. go into business together because I'll offer myself. So all these team athletes that are going to be really upset by the drop in the teams and reallocated teams, um, you can you can uh, message me, direct message me, and I'll be I'll be their therapist because I've got you've got plenty of experience 15, with that. Fifteen years of dealing with team drama. <laughs> I've got I've got a lot of experience with rejection, so uh, I can totally help you. 
there are I'm here a to lot, help you. Look, the year there was one year when they oh when they made the switch from like affiliate teams to pro teams. Remember the year they did that? Then Castro did that. Oh yeah. I don't. They went back and forth like they were super teams or whatever just let yeah. it go and then they brought it back down yeah, yeah. So he made, i remember he made the big announcement we're gonna go yeah. pro teams but uh, i remember they look i've got team stuff on my wall it's the m- most fond memories i have competing jamie lee's a team athlete sure. and has been to the games and it's like it, i have never and i i invested a significant portion of my life savings into a team sport athlete for fitness of so the grid league and lost it all so don't accuse me of being a team hater. I am a team lover. I just also am a team realist and I'm a, I'm a businessman and understand the economics of it all. So I, we want to preserve and promote the games. Teams have to go elsewhere. Yeah. It's not that they can't exist. Hey, I'm a team athlete. I was a former, I'm a former team athlete. Yeah. So you know that I competed in the games. Say, the what, team. what team were you on? But I will tell you that year it's coming back. 2009 to CrossFit Silicon Valley. Really? I was in the documentary for the overhead squat. I had the highest overhead squat. Do you know that? Really? You have some amazing 235 <laughs> for three. Wow. Remember we had to do a three rep? Wow. I did not know that. We need to pull that clip sometime. Yeah. I'll send it to you. CrossFit Silicon Valley. I got it right here in my phone. No, I'll kidding. have it queued up. Ready? I'll have it queued up ready when you're coming back on. I got it queued up. I'm ready. This is my chance. CrossFit Silicon Valley. I didn't know that. Did you know? So here's a fun fact. So uh, I have a, one of our members. She's on the production team at the games. And um, what was his name? Chad is the stat guy. Yes. Right? Like uh, knows all everything. So he had a stat. I don't even think I knew this. In 2017. So 2017 was the first year I made the games as a master's. And he had a stat next to my name that said uh, the first athlete to compete as an individual team and master's athlete. And you have him on your podcast. (laughs) I would have put that. That would have been our clickbait, Jamie. That would have been. That could have been our clickbait. I'm special. Why are you just bringing this up now? What year were you individual? Oh, wait. Okay. Hey, it counts. It counts. There was was there a call? I made it to Sunday. Sunday. Okay, I, I did the thirty years. to get to that that year. What's that? Uh, did you have to qualify in two thousand eight? No, no. Okay, two thousand nine is when they're going to. I signed up in the first wave because then they reopened it to. Yeah, we were. Oh, that's right. You, you know, had to. That's right. You had you to sign up for your spot. Right. Here's the other thing that's weird: is we were down there at Aromas with you, and like we never met down there and we met and when we did uh i remember going to tj's competition his master's competition masters. you were NorCal masters. Oh, NorCal masters and i was competing there at the same time but th- but that's a really cool statistic actually tim i'm actually yeah. uh it's impressive you know, man yeah you can hang, around you can hang you out with stick me. around long enough you know you'll, you, you can, can make up some stats you can hang out with me a little more now <laughs> that's pretty cool I'm gonna. I know, like it's gonna be I'm like kind of a big deal, Craig. Yeah, well, well, that's how I'm gonna introduce you. Well, you know, people go like, <laughs> Tim, who's he? Well, he's a master's athlete. No, no, no. Now I've now got now a... I get something I can feel proud to announce to you to <laughs> talk to you about. Mm. Yes, first ever to compete first in ever, three yes. different. Yes. <laughs> Stages of category. Yeah. CrossFit. Instead of instead of hey, this is Tim from CrossFit Palo Alto. Can you believe he still uses journals, written journals, in his gym? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. And now I have something else I can type to. That that is actually really freaking cool. Yeah. And and what's even more impressive is uh, Chad's ability to remember statistics like that. That guy, I met him with Brian Friend outside the CrossFit Games about I don't know three four years ago, and he said to me that he said the same thing. It, uh, uh, Brian goes, "Hey, this is Craig." He goes, "I know who this is." And he goes, "CrossFit Games Championship 2000." I'm like, "Who are you?" <laughs> Like, and he, had, yeah, he knew like my events. He did that guy. You think, but you got, if anybody in this audience thinks uh, that Brian Friend is amazing, that Chad's really amazing. He's next level. Games Geek. Um, we got, we have talked nothing about any of the stuff that we were going to talk about, but it's, it, we, it's fun to We learn a new, a new fact yeah. about Tim. Factoids. Yeah. Kind of like Cliff Clavin. The- so the next so the next big shooter drop so dave announced the games the next big shooter drop will be masters whether or not because there's so many yeah. rumors around masters going to move on the to legends the- competition um it has been talked about and zia said that the folks at legends are talking about it which is that would irritate dave like he is so uh private and but also very professional like for he, it to leak yeah he wants things done the right way and, and for the legends to leak and be leaked out and leaked out by the legends people that would i would think that that would be enough to piss him off to pull it from him and find somebody else to do it if that's the case yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to do that i know no one wants to do that. Well, the master shooter drop speaking of you know the nano two <laughs> are hard to find all right what do you got a whole stockpile well, I did order a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I I got I have two pair, and I'm gonna get two more. You sound mm-hmm. like Nelly. I got two pair. <laughs> the 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 Nano Two is an amazing shoe because it's got a wide toe box. So if you got a wide foot, or you should, if you watch, if you follow any like Squat University or Knees Over Toes guys, you should have wider box shoes. You don't want to confine your foot space. Should have something like this. Oh yeah, Jamie. These. Oh. What's that shoe? Uh, Vivo Barefoot. Um, it's out of the UK. Yeah, those are wide toe box shoes and zero drop. And zero drop. Um, I'm a minimalist. I love my Nanos, but I was always a fan of the ones. Yeah, which were really. There was I like the, the stiff soles. I like the stiff soles. Did you put them in the oven? No, you leave them in the car in the heat. <laughs> it reforms. Yeah, it does and reforms <laughs> if you leave them in the heat. Um, so the U form. Yeah, the U form. Oh, uh, look, Z- Zia just texted me, and she said my rooms were dialed in. She Zia um, Rorba from from. She was on a couple weeks ago with Tim, right? She was at the games when we heard about when we guessed Fort Worth. Yeah, and she reserved rooms. She did. That's yes. right. And she just texted me. My rooms were dead on. <laughs> She's she nailed it. That's that's guessing. We, and it was a good it was a good thing to do. Yeah, because we talked about doing it too. Um, because it saves it saves a ton of money. Well, you know, she gets the rooms early and she could always cancel. Mm-hmm. So now she's got rooms guaranteed. Everybody's booked. You know, everybody's going to book rooms now. I may book rooms just to have it's rooms. okay. They have lots. It's a huge place. Yeah. It's more than Madison, right? Yeah. Madison was, I remember the first year Madison did the games. It was, it was the topic of there's nowhere to stay because yeah. there was not enough hotel rooms. It The only thing, the, the limiting factor, and I'll be, 
I'll be a little bit of a like oof, uh, you know, and 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 a little bit of a naysayer. Is it it does get hot as yeah a mother in Texas, and so it, they're is it going, humid like it was in Madison though. It, it can be humid, but um, it's not often that humid. It just gets really hot. I mean, it, it yes, it can get humid, more humid than say Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. But it makes it difficult for outdoor events. So they they I they will not be able to do a North Park, for example. Yeah. I don't think they can do a North Park, um, which is the North Park for those that haven't been to the CrossFit Games is the area where they do all the big outdoor events. Outdoor stuff, yeah. Well, unless like you know, uh, Bill Henniger, you know, creates something to block out the sun. <laughs> you know, they could build a giant shade. Their conditioning. And just brand it. Right, some laser etching with Rogue, you know, the sponsors on there. If they put out the bid to to Texas, uh, to Dickies, you know, they you know they submitted a bid. Dickies Arena in Fort Worth knew what they had to have in order to get the event. So they're you know they're going to try to accommodate everything <coughs> that CrossFit needs to run it. Mm-hmm. So there's there's more to this than just dickies arena i assume there's probably somehow they're going to do swimming they might have an indoor track there might be a bunch of stuff well some of those attached buildings where they look like kind of like stockyard type of buildings yeah uh i i think ken told me that there is an indoor track nearby and then Uh, uh, was talking about that yeah zia was talking about that one something in the stockyards because you know they'll make it very local flavor so you know Steer wrestling, you know, Colton Mertens right. is the early favorite. <laughs> Colt, yeah. Calling it now. <laughs> and look, if you're an international athlete and you're like, well, how come they haven't moved it to international? Well, look, first of all, there's not enough affiliates yet. You're yeah. getting there, though. Europe's getting, getting there. Catching up. You, you don't have enough athletes. I saw all the athletes. The Euro is weak right now, and it's not going to translate. <laughs> that, too. Jamie Lee and I were at the – when they did the walkout the, parade. The, the, um, the flag the, – the welcoming the, the yes opening, opening ceremony opening Thank ceremonies you. and all the athletes come out of the field and i said look jamie there's there's why it's still in the usa it's like a third of the field was Inter- international yeah. one third else. was international two thirds was was usa now that granted included teams yep and age group adaptive and, and age group adaptive um so that and that does heavily influence it but there's not enough there's not enough users internationally yet. So I think and the fact that they've got a big international airport that appeases a lot of people. Like you can get you can get Dallas direct from almost anywhere in the world. So that's pretty cool. I wonder if that's true. Somebody posted uh, August eighth through eleventh. Oh, well, wouldn't it be in the announcement? Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I wasn't paying that much attention. No, they just sent out a. Uh, that's what the email says. I one hundred percent. I bet that's Yvonne that posted that. She's up front and watching the podcast. <laughs> it's in August, the email that you got. It's in your inbox. August okay. August eighth through eleventh. You See, you. It's almost like you have a coincidence that you're live and the announcement happens in everyone's email. And Brooke left proven. And Brooke left. I thought it was uh, her she sister gone. left. Nope. She's gone from proven. Yeah. I thought her sister went to from proven to maybe Brooke will go Harvard. somewhere. We'll teach her how to move better. HWPO. I shouldn't say stuff like that. Brooke, Brooke's, an amazing, Brooke's an amazing athlete, but I, but she just, 
Brooke, in my estimation, is is doesn't move it as well as she could. I'm trying to find. Oh yeah, me. she's going to HWPO. So is her sister then, right? I just saw it's, something. Her sister is Sydney's going HWPO too. Now here we go with all this camp jumping stuff. It's, well, Savon was talking about this. I think just everybody's. No, was it Savon or? Well, it's, it might have it, been Hiller talking about everybody. It was like an exodus going on over there. Yeah, and I, it and look, I get it. And Tia's coming back, so yeah. they're probably like they don't want to train with the camp that's going to be training the next CrossFit Games champion. Did you just say that? Did you just say everybody's Tia's- special? They need to be watched over. Yes. Um and the yeah, you know it. You know at this point it's you're gonna get. I mean, just think of it. Any other sport? Who did, okay, any so, other sport? You get traded. Yeah, it's just they're it's, just it's trading fine. themselves. It's, it's a normal process. You're just trading. You gotta themselves. find someone you click with and you align with, and then it hopefully goes well. Unless you're Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and it never happens. Secret sauce. Somebody has secret sauce. Sarah goes coach. Could be another opportunity for Sarah goes coach barbecue to, sauce. Of course, Sarah goes coach to coach to coach to coach and ends up in the same spot. Um, Katrin, though, made a big comeback as a result, I think, of, and that benefited her to go to Hard Work Pays Off. Right? So she made didn't make the games the year before, and then she made the games, ended up back in her normal spot, which is somewhere in the top 10. Well, this guy says that Sydney's staying at Proven. Maybe that maybe it was a sister tiff. Maybe it was a fight. Yeah, MC. Maybe for you, I'm leaving. Sibling rivalry. I had a couple of twins on my soccer team. It was hilarious, and they would fight. We had two sets of twins, Jay twins. and Todd, and they would like fight with each other, go at it. And one of them it was so funny that one of them twins? looked at the other one. He's like. Shut up, butt face. And then he turns and looks at him. He goes, Hey, idiot, I look just like you. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we all just laugh. Shut We're just up, laughing. We're just laughing. <laughs> Even the coach was laughing. We're like, you know, Oh, that's funny. old. Go over to the sideline, figure it out. <laughs> Where do you get, oh, where do you get your stories? that's why i said you know hey you know topics for like you know hobbies outside the gym yeah Koja, yeah. in any other sport you cannot get the time of day if you're not already a d1 athlete we give everyone that effort yeah whatever Recogn- 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 recognition uh, as in coaching yeah, if you, if you you can't. Oh, okay, I get that. You can't. Yeah, you can't keep giving the everybody only, the same yeah. amount of effort if you're coaching. That was one thing that. Um, That's a good point. I, I was listening to Daniel Brandon was on with Savon, and they were talking about how, like, when she was having some issues during the Olympic lift, um, she said that their her coach is also she's got another coach, but whoever's running the show is working with it's yeah, just, they have multiple athletes. You, you can only give your attention so much. That's right. So, yeah. And if you, there are some athletes that need a lot of attention in competition. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, look at me. That's a very nice way of saying Well, I, I, Yvonne, my wife, 
and really, really enjoyed having a coach available the yeah. entire time she was in competition. It's kind of a nice thing, and I get that. I'm an, I'm more of a guy that's like, just everybody stay the hell away from me. And like, uh, it's uh, important to recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I'll and give me a give me a couple of words of advice, and maybe if I look up at you in the middle of a competition, like you're somebody that needs like just a glorified yeah. bag carrier <laughs> kind of yeah I mean, just because Craig makes it to the games i'll i'll you got it i'll take yeah. care of it tim you could be as hell is that dude you could be as exactly. therapist at the same time tim, I mean, that's, tim would be perfect Craig, for you need yeah. to try harder how about yeah. we try how about we just start by trying <laughs> hey you, you know, you're just not, you're just not, you're just not good. <laughs> you need to start your thing, man. You should just try something else. You need to get better. Just get uh, better. You, I did have that kind of that person down at the CrossFit Games in 2013, Jory, Coach Jorgi, Jorgi yeah. Finn, and he was that, he was that guy for me. And it was so refreshing because kind of blunt, direct. <laughs> And, well, that didn't go the way we planned, so let's just try harder. Than sarcastic and humorous approach works really, really well with me. Anybody <laughs> that's worked with me knows that that's the best way. Uh, but there are athletes that, like you know, that that need and will take a lot of advice, and then they'll trust the person. And if you're not getting that in one of those camps, then yeah, by all means, move yeah. on. Find some find some place where you'll find a coach that you connect with that'll give you that. I mean, for any coach, like just as a coach, like if we have somebody that we're working with here and they decide that they need to try something a little bit different it's not taking it personal it's, this is their journey we're yeah. just trying to help them through the process yeah. yep so that's interesting but there will be more changes coming through the, uh, through the season and none of it means that and it doesn't mean that hard work pays off is better than proven you, first of all no one's better than shane i think in my, in my opinion the guys yeah. the guys uh, tia's husband is just he's brilliant when it comes to this stuff and matt matt knows what he's doing i mean he's not matt's no dummy um, Froning and Mayhem, those guys know what they're doing. They have yeah. a different approach. And if you align with it, great. If you don't align with it, who cares? Then, then go find somebody you do align with. And if you, and by the way, if you're a fan and you're out there choosing your programming by what athlete goes where, yeah, dude, get the fuck. yeah. Look at my sign behind me and listen to Tim and call Coach Tim. Coach, sign up for Coach Tim. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you do you guys? I'm gonna have to boogie out here in a few. Yeah. I can send you memes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a red, it's a cutting edge uh, technique. We did. We th this is the episode where we say nothing about being an affiliate owner. We talked a little bit, maybe about uh, team drama. We talked about affiliate cups. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but oh, I have wish. the most amazing business advice ever. That's going to take you from zero to hero. Oh, that's okay. So we're going to table that for the next. Well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. The, well, that can either be something we talk about next time, or we can put that as like our our cover sheet to yeah. like the, our. Got to wait till the end of the podcast. Yeah, you got to all the way at the end of the podcast. But that's going to be like our little meme cover that we have that you know shows up on YouTube. You know the, best, the thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail because the thumbnail apparently is what draws people in to watch stuff. Oh yeah. What is that piece of advice, Tim? What's that? What is that piece of advice? The most amazing piece of advice that you're going to give everybody. Well, number one, we we, we kind of already touched on it. Yeah. First, yeah. you have to try. Try. Yes. <laughs> and then try harder. Yeah. <laughs> and you heard you, it here, and you heard it here first. That works. Do Which the great. thing that you know you're not that you're not doing. Yes. And and that works great for um, running your affiliate. It works great for also you know, CrossFit and so and 
pretty much every life. endeavor that you're going to have in life. Yeah, it's amazing how that works. You mean it's not just special just wow. to uh, running a gym? You mean not anybody, people that have had failed gyms can't tell me what to do? No, it's you, you go from failure to failure to failure to failure. And then, um, and then eventually, you know, one's going to click and you're going to have a great day and then you're going to fail again tomorrow. So you pick yourself up and go again. <laughs> Believe me, I've, I've been, I've, I've, it's taken me six months to install a cold plunge correctly. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> It's not the only water it, thing that's leaking. Yeah, a, yeah. No, no, no. I fixed the other thing. No, you didn't. I fi- which one? What's leaking? The water fountain. No, it's not leaking. Yeah, it is. Today? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck off. No, it's not. It pisses me off if it's leaking. It's <laughs> now we're watching therapy live. That's another thing. We could do live therapy. By the way, cold plunge. Take let's, get, let's get affiliate. No, no, no. So someone probably dropped a dumbbell and hit it. No, it was this morning. I, I, I looked around the corner because I opened this morning. It was dry. And then out of nowhere, it just starts dripping and it's leaking like a okay. sieve. All right. So I'll fix it. But Maybe anyway. that's what we'll do is uh, do a uh, live counseling session. Yeah. I think that just happened. Right. It'd be like uh, kind of like a, like a Dr. Phil type situation. If you're going to do a cold plunge in your gym, by the way, I will t- highly advise right now. One, you're not going to make any money because I don't make, we don't make any money on the cold plunge. We charge three bucks to, for people to go in and use the cold plunge sauna room. And it's a lot of work. And you, you put and you, a ton of work. Oh my God. Just, just making it work. Cause it's a kind of a, you know, you put it together. You don't buy the whole expensive, big old expense, buy the whole expensive one. By I don't the way. even give people hot water in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cold plunge. And then, cold and then it's just there's there's so many conditions. And then you get people to use it, and then the people don't shower that you tell them to shower, and they don't shower before they get in, and then all their their gels and hair gels and everything get in that lotion. And then you got a, a fifteen hundred dollar cooling unit to cool the thing, not keep it cold all the time. And then that's got filters that collect. Like the whole thing is just it, it's a whole nother endeavor. And if you know you want, D, you know DM me or or go into my calendar and make an appointment with me, and I'll talk you out of a cold plunge that you're doing. <laughs> But it's hey, amazing. I, I, do... I could talk you out of having kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. See, we did touch on some affiliate stuff. Yeah, right? we did touch on affiliate stuff. <laughs> Can't help it. Right on, you guys. Well, so Jamie's got to jump. We've gone more than our allotted time that we normally go. I gotta um, go. I gotta go pick up my little one from. We'll school. have a we'll have a special guest on that won't annoy everybody on the pod that listens to our podcast next week. Um, and if we don't, we'll invite Tim back again. <laughs> Get more therapy. Enjoy, enjoy having you on, dude. Though, thanks for jumping on last yeah, minute and, and, yeah. and being a part of it. And start. You're going to the games next year, by the way, loser. You're not gonna miss the games. So as a spectator, maybe. Yeah, as a spectator. <laughs> As a spectator, like, one, one of the ways. Uh, excuse me. It's no, too close like, not to go. No, no, you're going. You're going as you are going. You are going as you're going as a fan, and then you can. You train. see how these things are poking out a little bit weird right now. <laughs> Tim broke both his shoulders. Keep the rubber side down, man. Rubber side down. <laughs> yep. All right, you guys. Thanks for very much for being on and joining us today. To our fans, we appreciate it. Yeah. We we do enjoy doing these. Till next time. Till next time. Cheers. Are you ending? Yeah. All right.